Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good day, and thank you for standing by. Welcome to Lucid Third Quarter Earnings Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in the listen-only mode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi, and I am your host. And on today's episode, we're obviously going to cover Lucid Motors Q3 2023 earnings call. Before we jump into the call, I do just want to hit the earnings call disclaimers, because I didn't used to do these, but I think maybe it's important for me to do them so I don't someday get sued. I don't know. I'm just going to put it in here. So here's the disclaimer. Before handing the call over to Peter, let me remind you that some of the statements on this call include forward-looking statements under federal securities law. These include, without limitation, statements regarding the future financial performance of the company, production and delivery volumes, financial and operating outlook and guidance, macroeconomic and industry trends, company initiatives, and other future events. These statements are based on predictions and expectations as of today, and actual events or results may differ due to a number of risks and uncertainties. We refer you to the cautionary language and the risk factors in our most recent filings with the SEC and forward-looking statements on page two of our investor deck, available on the investor relations section of our our website at ir.lucidmotors.com. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's go ahead and move on to Peter Rawlinson's opening remarks. These opening remarks, like almost all of the opening remarks that we go over, have been edited down Uh, Some of the things that he talked about that I didn't include in this particular clip were brand awareness, uh, which was actually a lot of it. I'm just going to say brand awareness. He vaguely talked about manufacturing, the Gravity SUV, an unannounced mid-sized vehicle. I think all that stuff is still in there. But let's go ahead and listen to the first part of Peter Rawlinson's opening remarks. In Q3, we delivered on a number of the key milestones that we set out to achieve. Uh, In September, we started production of the Air Pure rear-wheel drive, as we said we'd do, and we are currently in the process of ramping up its production. Now, the Air Pure rear-wheel drive is our most attainable air with a starting price of just $77,400. However, It sacrifices absolutely nothing from the style and technology, range and performance, 
space and practicality. It has it all. The pure rear-wheel drive can charge up to 150 miles in just 12 minutes and has an official EPA estimated range of 419 miles, more than any other electric car currently available besides other Lucid Air models. But most importantly for me, it's incredibly delightful and engaging to drive. And we continue to push the boundaries of our technology with a pure rear-wheel drive efficiency of approximately 4.74 miles per kilowatt hour. And this is further widening the gap against our competitors. Now, for customers, this means the ability to go further with less batteries. And because the battery is smaller, this means the car weighs less is more agile and can cost less than a vehicle of similar range with a larger battery pack. So you get a greater distance, smaller battery, less raw materials, lower running costs, immense interior space, and it's much better for the environment. We also started production of Lucid Air Sapphire in September, and we delivered the first cars to customers at a special event in early October. The Air Sapphire is the world's first fully electric luxury super sport sedan, achieving a 0 to 60 miles per hour time of just 1.89 seconds, a 0 to 100 miles per hour time in just 3.84 seconds, and a quarter mile time of 8.95 seconds with a top speed of 205 miles an hour. Air Sapphire delivers both 1,234 horsepower and an efficiency of 3.61 miles per kilowatt hour, as well as an EPA estimated range of 427 miles on a single charge, representing an extraordinary fusion of capabilities. I mean, for reference, the closest competitors provide perhaps between 20 and 50% less range. Now, the technology that underpins Sapphire enables an unsurpassed blend of performance, agility, and versatility. And the result is an extreme performance car. But it's not just about 0 to 60 time. That's just one dimension. It's truly a rewarding car to drive with amazing road car dynamics. In fact, Jason Kamisa, who is a well-regarded automotive journalist, said the Lucid Air Sapphire is, and I quote, the best handling sedan in the history of the world or maybe the best handling car, period. With the Lucid Air Sapphire, we once again raised the bar and increased the gap between Lucid and its competitors, creating the world's most well-rounded and versatile high-performance EV. We also achieved major manufacturing milestones in September. Uh, in Arizona, we officially shifted General Assembly to the Phase 2 factory. This is just the start as construction continues on the new powertrain manufacture area with our body and white expansion and stamping facility getting really vertically integrated out there. We made history in Saudi Arabia also, opening the country's first ever car manufacturing factory. In its first phase, the factory has a capacity to assemble 5,000 Lucid vehicles a year, and operations are 
already underway. Now, before turning to production and delivery, I'm delighted to announce the appointment of Mr. Mark Winterhoff as our new Chief Operating Officer, a newly created role which reports directly to me. This appointment is a natural evolution of the company as Lucid enters the next phase of its growth. In just two years, we expanded our global sales and service footprint, built our second factory facility located in Saudi Arabia, we signed our first technology agreement with Aston Martin, and we are working assiduously on our future vehicles, the Gravity SUV, as well our more affordable mid-size vehicle. Thus, the execution of our strategy towards global manufacturing, supply chain, sales and service, marketing, and international markets is indeed critical to our success. And I'm confident that Mark's intimate knowledge of Lucid and extensive automotive experience will be invaluable as we continue to grow. And I believe this will significantly benefit us by freeing up my time to focus upon my key strengths, namely the product strategy and its technical execution, the overall commercial strategy and a long-term vision for this company. I particularly look forward to help drive our technology advantage over our competitors with our exciting technology roadmap. And naturally, I'll also be closely partnering with Mark in essential day-to-day matters and operations. Now, turning to production and deliveries, in Q3, we produced uh, 1,550 vehicles. Now, this does not include over 700 vehicles that were in transit to Saudi Arabia. Whilst these were manufactured in Q3, they will only be counted towards production upon final assembly at our AMP2 facility in Saudi. And we delivered 1,457 vehicles in the third quarter, including initial deliveries of Lucid Airs under the Ministry of Finance agreement. Uh, we decided to prudently align our production with deliveries, and we are adjusting our production outlook to a range of 8,000 to 8,500, down from more than 10,000. Now, Sherry will touch on this in a little more detail. I'm also pleased to announce that Lucid customers can gain access to more than 15,000 Tesla superchargers in North America, and that we will integrate the North American charging standard into our vehicles in 2025. And of course, all Lucid vehicles with a current CCS charging standard will be able to access that network through an adapter. Now, this is an important addition to providing our customers expanded access to reliable and convenient charging solutions. So, I like Peter Rawlinson. I know a lot of people don't. They think he's a little bit of a carnival barker, but he's actually a really smart guy. He has a lot of information in his head about engineering and about electric vehicles. Like he's an engineer at heart, but he's also a little bit of a carnival barker. So I I, I get why people don't always uh, uh, like him or why some people might like not like him. But 
I think he's fascinating. Uh, one of the things, though, that that made me laugh in this opening remarks, or this part of his opening remarks, was he talked about the Lucid Air Pure Rear Wheel Drive. He described it as the most attainable Lucid Air at $77,000, which is laughable to me. Uh, it, it, it is the most attainable, but it's not attainable to humans, uh, most humans anyway. Uh, 419 miles of range is pretty impressive. And then he went immediately to the other side of the pricing spectrum with the Lucid Air Sapphire, which is impressive, but also costs $250,000. Peter did uh, touch on a little bit on the Nax connector. We talked about that. Uh, he talked about an unannounced mid-sized vehicle, but we didn't get any details on that. And then he talked a little bit about production and delivery numbers, which we, we mentioned in the past, but the, the production numbers are down. Delivery numbers are down. They had to revise their um, output for 2023 from around 10,000 vehicles to around 8,000 vehicles. And after he, he um, talked about, you know, the production numbers being down uh, although he didn't really acknowledge that they were down, he just said they were revising numbers um, or outlooks. He went into how Lucid is going to raise brand awareness. And he, uh, in my opinion, he did not really give a good um, example of how Lucid would raise brand awareness. So I didn't, I didn't include that, but he talked for a good long time about it. So now, up next, we're going to continue with Peter Rollinson's opening remarks, and he's going to start off with software. Now, turning to software, earlier today, we started rolling out our latest over-the-air software update. This update will enable a new revolutionary feature in vehicle-to-vehicle charging. Not only are we solving range anxiety with our industry-leading range, but the Lucid Air can now also lower anxiety for owners of other EVs with less range. So please stay tuned for more details of this in the very near future. But let me tell you why this is so significant. This is a shining example of our systems approach to the design of the vehicle. It's the tight integration of our cutting-edge software with our state-of-the-art technology. Now, this systems approach of integrating hardware and software is what allows us to provide these value-added updates. And I believe few in the auto industry can do it as well as to the degree that we can. And with the Lucid Air, the longer you own the car, the better it can get. Um, We continue to improve and add functionality as you own the car. Now, I invite you to watch a video with Mike Bell, our head of digital, that you can find on the Tech Talk section of our Lucid website, and which I hope will give you some insight into our software differentiation and a glimpse into what's to come. Some in the market are talking about the potential for a reduction in EV investments by other OEMs. Now, whilst I urge the industry to accelerate the transition to sustainable transportation, nonetheless, if this were to come to bear, I believe that Lucid would be in a prodigious position to benefit through our technology licensing business. And whilst Lucid is becoming widely recognized as having the best EV technology bar none, 
Some may be led to believe that it's expensive to make, and this is not well understood. Our technology was designed from the outset for mass manufacturability. Uh, I cannot close without talking about a, a product I'm very excited about, the Lucid Gravity, our three-row, seven-passenger SUV. And I can't wait to unveil it at our special launch event in, on November the 16th, next week, at the LA Auto Show. The Gravity will significantly expand our market opportunity, opening up a total addressable market that is nearly three times larger and growing. More importantly, for our customers and for the planet, the Gravity takes all of the innovations of Lucid Air and builds upon them. The range, the efficiency, the performance, the driving experience, the interior space, just everything that people love about the air and that helped redefine the sedan space. We will now bring to gravity and in turn, we will redefine the SUV in the electric age. But let me be clear, the gravity SUV isn't an air sedan design that we just converted to an SUV. The gravity has been designed from the ground up to be a true SUV. Now, I don't want to reveal too much, but I think you're going to love it, and I just can't wait to show it to you all next week. So in closing, we recognize that there are forces that are out of our control and that some are not. We are navigating an uneven macro environment that is also affecting many others in the industry. But I'm excited about the remainder of this year and for 2024. In addition to gravity and the expansion into a larger and growing market, we have a number of other announcements that I'm excited to share with you in the future. We know we have a lot of hard work ahead of us, and I'd like to close by saying thank you to our most important asset, our employees, to our suppliers, and to our partners. Let's start with the software. I will fully admit before we go too far into this that I have not viewed Luce's tech talk on their software, the one that Peter Rawlinson mentioned. I have not viewed that yet, but I will. But he mentions vehicle-to-vehicle charging. I think that's great. I I think that's a little bit of a gimmick. I don't think people are going to use it all that often. Now, I know you could probably write to me right now. You can email me and you could be like, nope, they used it in this situation, this situation, and this situation. And I'm sure they did. But in reality, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be used all that much. Like if you run out of juice in your Tesla and you have, you know, uh, someone in a Ford F-150 Lightning or a uh, Lucid Air <laughs> shows up and is able to charge you, that's a pretty rare occurrence unless you know somebody with one of those vehicles or you just happen to be very lucky. So I'm not saying that uh, the feature is not useful. I'm just saying it's it's not practical in that the cars that can actually do this provide vehicle-to-vehicle charging. There's not a lot of them. And the ones that there there are, you know, one, somebody has to know that you need power and uh, two, they have to be in your vicinity when you need power. So I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's more important for vehicle to load or vehicle to home for sure. 
and I would also like to recommend Lucid's Tech Talks because I just mentioned about you know Peter Rawlinson and what a good or a smart engineer he is. Uh, that that shows through on those tech on those tech talks. So I'll, I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes. And then he mentioned that the Lucid Air was designed for manuf- manufacturer ability. And if they are designed to be easily manufactured, why in the world is Lucid having such a hard time manufacturing these vehicles? I don't think they have a demand problem. I think they have a manufacturing problem. So, so what's the bottleneck? I'm guessing that it's not as manufacturable as they think it is, or they say it is. And then uh, the Lucid Air Gravity, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that car, or at least I'm not going to LA Auto Week. I thought about it. Almost pulled the trigger on a ticket the other day, but I've got too many other things going on in my life right now. I can't, I can't be leaving, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing the the stats and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what that car actually looks like. I think it's going to look great. Next up, they're going to take investor questions from say.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um. Are there any plans to stop the current slide of stock prices? What are the efforts Lucid is doing for us? Well, as you know, stock movement is a function of uh, a number of factors. And and some factors are clearly beyond any company's control. There are things like interest rates, uh, supply chain issues, and and other macro conditions can make it extremely challenging for any company to offer the kind of predictability that investors would like to see. Now, Now, that said, 
what is within our control is continuing to deliver on our product rollout promises to continue to innovate, to invest, and to make important progress against our plan. Uh, we'll also continue to, to push the revenue opportunities beyond automobiles, whether in technology, uh, emission credits, and indeed software. So quite simply, we have to execute. Uh, and the announcement today of all structure changes, I believe, will help us really, really tremendously. I am not a stock analyst, but I think being profitable would probably stop the slide of the of the stock price for Lucid. And, you know, to be fair, Neo's stock price isn't great. Tesla's isn't as good as it has been. Fisker's is terrible. Um, but when I say Fisker's is terrible right now, Fisker might actually have a higher stock price than Lucid. Let me check into that here. I'm going to just Fisker stock price. Yeah, at the moment, it's closed higher than Lucid. Not much. So in January of 2022, Lucid's stock price was around 41 to $42. In January 2023, it was down to $6.36. It is currently at $3.95. Fisker's stock price is currently, currently at $3.99. So, you know, I, I don't... I don't, the Lucid has been around for a long time. They have not been manufacturing their cars for a long time. They have been, um, let's see, I started doing this podcast in 2016. So they, was it 2016? Yeah. So they came out right around the time that, uh, or they announced that they were a company right around the time that I started the podcast. So, but they didn't start production until a few years ago. So they're going to have some years where they're not going to make any money, just like Tesla did. However, you know, their stock price is definitely suffering. And if I was a shareholder in Lucid and I bought at $42 a share, I would definitely be concerned at $3.95 a share for sure. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and. Do I have anything else in terms of notes? Let me see what I wrote down here. Nope. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on to our next question. Uh, what will Lucid do to prevent cash burn per vehicle? Great. Well, first, let me just start with the cash um, and liquidity that we have on hand. In my prepare remarks, I think I might have just said $5.54 billion. It should have said $5.45 billion. So I just want to get that correct on, on the record. But this um, particular question there's a lot out there today that is misleading and, frankly, misunderstood as it relates to this question. First off, it conflates costs with investment. And this particular question is specifically asking about our cash burn for vehicle. It's really important to note that there's a number of non-cash expenses that are in our P&L, things that we've already paid for that are showing up in the P&L. So the largest ones include depreciation. This is not just of our manufacturing and studio service center expansion efforts, but also for all other depreciation related to facilities, investment in our new program tools as well. Additionally, we talk about the impairment, and we refer to it as the LCNRV, which looks not at today, but it also includes costs today that are related to future quarters. So it's conflating future costs in the current period which can give a misleading interpretation of these numbers. So with that as a backdrop, 
there are a number of things that we are doing today at a company level and at a per vehicle level. And those are as follows. And some of them I just talked about. Bomb cost reduction, manufacturing labor and overhead reduction, efficiencies across all areas of our business. Importantly, also enabling the flywheel effect that we expect to naturally occur as more of our cars are in the market and in people's driveways. And our fantastic customers have the ability to drive enthusiasm in their neighborhoods and on the street. So what is important here is that we have a plan and we are working diligently across every area of our business to reduce costs, drive enthusiasm for our brand, and bring profitability to our investors as quickly as possible. I actually thought this was a really good answer. I would have loved for her to go in a little bit more detail as an education uh, for for myself about corporate finance, but I understand that's not the place, you know, this isn't the time or place for that. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good answer. I, it's not as, as simple as it costs, you know, $800 in materials and $200 in labor to build this widget, which is a thousand dollars. You have all of the other costs where you have to add into that, which is, you know, all of the people who are doing the planning and the designing and the office work and cleaning the bathrooms and, you know, uh, building costs like the actual building a factory costs. All that stuff goes into that. So it's not as if, you know, if they, if you have a product that costs a thousand dollars to build and you're selling it for twelve hundred dollars, you're not getting that $200 profit because you have all those other losses that you haven't make, made up for. And I'm sure that I'm way oversimplifying that and probably even getting a little bit of it wrong. Uh, this is, this is a, an area that I'm really fascinated by. I have no desire to sit through a class on corporate finance, but I would like to sit down with like a CFO and have a couple of drinks over dinner and have somebody explain. So I'll even pay for dinner, have somebody explain it to me. Although I'm pretty sure the corporate CFO is going to make a lot more than me. So they could pick up dinner, drinks, and teach me if they really wanted to. But if they don't want to, I'd be willing to do that. We hear bomb costs a lot. That's the bill of materials, which includes parts and components, just so we're, we're clear on that. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the analyst questions. Our first analyst question gives us a little bit of insight into the Gravity SUV and, you know, what manufacturing processes and maybe components that it might share with the Lucid Air. When you think about, you know, ramping uh, revenues from the SUV, how complementary do you think you can make it to, you know, the existing models out there, existing, um, you know, stores so that like the incremental cost to ramp you know, gravity is is more on the production side and less on the sales side. Thanks. Um, I, I mean, I I think that we we've we've configured our stores to have room for a gravity alongside an air. It's always been a, a part of our uh, sort of a cohesive strategy that we've implemented. Uh, yeah, we're investing in our retail network, but a lot of that is built out ready for gravity. And I think we also should think of the the very considerable investment we've already made in phase two of our factory in Arizona, ready for the gravity. I, I think another point here, Stephen, is just how different a product gravity is 
from air. When we look at cannibalization, of course, we took the decision not to just base gravity upon an air platform and therefore result in some kind of car-like um, uh, sort of compromise. We really designed gravity as a true SUV with its all-new platform and made that investment to create two very, very distinct product lines between air and gravity. So I think we can really capture people's imagination in two very distinct markets from two very distinctly different products as a consequence of that. And then just from a financial perspective, the way I think about it is, you know, much higher asset utilization, not just at the stores, at the service centers, at the sales staff, but also we're sharing a paint shop, we're sharing powertrain, we're sharing general assembly. So there's going to be a number of areas where this is just going to give us more flexibility as a company to really respond to the demand signals that we're seeing in the market. Absolutely. I mean, air and gravity will go down the same line. So you'll actually see the same production line that we built in the factory. You might see one air and a couple of gravities, a couple of airs, three or four gravities, and they'll be coming right alongside each other. And that's the real economy of scale. I do not know anything about manufacturing. Despite doing this podcast for seven years now, I know nothing about manufacturing. I am not a manufacturing expert. However, I will say in my my non-expert brain, having two products that don't share a lot of the same DNA rolling on the same line doesn't seem like a good idea. Like, it doesn't seem like you... Doesn't it seem like it would just cause more bottlenecks and unnecessary stoppages than just having two lines? Like, I'm guessing Lucid does not plan on manufacturing a lot of these, like they don't manufacture a lot of Lucid Airs, and their goal is to just, you know, save as much money as possible and use the one line. I just don't think that's going to be very efficient for them. I could be wrong. But it just seems like you would have a line that produces one type of car, like the Lucid Air already has many different trims at this point. Let me let me look and see what Lucid's doing in terms of trims. We have Lucid Air. We have the Sapphire Grand Touring Touring Pure. And uh, yeah, so what is that, five? I uh, got to go back. Sapphire, Grand Touring, Touring, and Pure. It's very late. I'm tired. That's four. That's four trims. I don't know how many trims the Lucid Gravity is going to have, but it seems like if they don't share a lot of the same parts and components, and they're going to be two very different cars, it seems like putting them on the same line is maybe a cost saving measure. But in the long run, it seems like it might cost them time and money. Again, if you have thoughts about this, because maybe I'm wrong, maybe you, you can see this from a different point of view, send me an email. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Because honestly, it just seems it's maybe this works at low volume, but it doesn't seem like this would work at high volume. If you work for Lucid, you can send me an email. I won't tell anybody. I know there are people out here who do work for Lucid. I know there's at least one. I don't want to put pressure on you. So 
the one that I know, don't email me. Some other one email me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let me know. I'm curious. I, I won't. I won't use any identifiable information if somebody does email me or if you just know about manufacturing and maybe I'm just completely wrong on this. Let me know. All right. There was some other analyst questions, but they were really financial related and not related to the show. So I went ahead and cut those out. That is our show for this week or for today. Anyway, I realize uh, this episode's coming out a little bit late. It's Wednesday. Uh, the earnings call for Lucid didn't come out until Tuesday. And I just had a really busy day on Tuesday and a busy morning on Wednesday. So I had to wait until after 9 p.m. to start recording. It is now 1040. So I'm going to call this good for this episode. Friday will be a news episode. So far this week, there's not a lot of news. I anticipate this is going to be a slow couple of weeks leading up to the LA Auto Show in terms of news. And then LA Auto Show, we're going to get hit with a bunch of news. And then it will be slow for the rest of December. So, But I do have plans. All right, everybody. That is it for me today. I know I've said I'm going to go. This time it's for real. Hope you all have a wonderful week. And I will talk to you on Friday. Thank you. So this concludes Lucid's third quarter 2023 earnings conference call. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining us today, and uh, you may now disconnect.